When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. The following is a Learfield presentation of the UCLA Sports Network. It's time for your weekly look inside UCLA Athletics. Riley two-hand jam, showtime! Hook it out to Singleton, heaves up a three-ball, good! Hopkins with a putback! Fadeaway three-point jump shot, good! Oh my goodness, do that to me one more time! Live from Los Angeles, this is the Bruin Insider Show, your inside look at UCLA Athletics. Coming up, we've got 60 minutes of the best Bruins talk anywhere, including a chat with UCLA head coaches, student athletes, and the latest in on-campus athletics news, live from Westwood. Now, let's join our hosts, Nick Cope, Brian Fenley, and Tracy Murray. They got us by buzzer beaters in the past, but not this time. Not on Saturday at Poly Pavilion. The Trojans, not winners. UCLA holds strong, and they win against their rival in a major matchup that had so many implications because UCLA is now number two in the conference tournament. And with 
you being with us for the next hour. I got a feeling we're going to be talking a lot about that game for this next hour. Welcome in to the Bruin Insider Show. It is the three-man weave, Tracy Murray, Nick Cope, I'm Brian Fenley. We are all on social media, so do not be shy. Follow us there to continue the Bruin conversation. Tracy, who will be joining us in a couple moments, he is on Twitter at RealTracyMurray. Nick is at NKOOP, and I'm at Brian Fenley. So as far as the menu options for the show, we're going to spend a lot of time analyzing the Bruins' win against the Trojans. They got a little bit closer than we would have liked at the end, but a win regardless. We're also going to look ahead to what the Bruins have in store for them in the Pac-12 tournament, which starts later this week. We'll sort of dice up some matchups and, and see where the Bruins' road might lead to. And then what about seeding for the big dance, the NCAA tournament? What are people saying about UCLA? We also have Mick Cronin joining us for a conversation and a lot of great stuff from him. So, Nick, I got a feeling we're going to have a lot of fun here for this next hour. It is the best time of year for college <laughs> basketball. There's endless things to talk about. So much excitement. Big picture right now, that win, we all had to sweat it out a little bit on Saturday, but... Bruins looking like a solid four seed right now. They do well coming up this weekend. Maybe they can get to the three line. Heck, maybe even the two line if everything breaks right. So uh, there, there's a lot to look forward to this weekend. But beyond that, you know, knock on wood, but it looks like this team will be as healthy as it's been all season coming up. So I'm just looking forward to seeing them try to get into a flow and, and get all these pieces gelled and grooving together because, I mean, we really haven't seen it at any point this season. So that, that's what I'm looking for. I can't wait this weekend. Hopefully we get those part threes against Southern Cal and against Arizona. That would be so much fun. Having all of those pieces together is a wonderful problem to have for Mick Cronin as he looks forward to going into the Pac-12 tourney now. The Bruins don't even know who they're playing yet. That depends on a matchup that takes place on Wednesday. But for UCLA, as you said, Nick, this is a team I don't think we've seen the best of them yet. And it's setting up to be we are going to see the best out of them as this month of March rolls on. When we come back, speaking of somebody who's been playing out of his mind, how about Jaime Jaquez? Did you see what he did? against that USC defense on Saturday. How did he do it, and what does his presence mean for this team moving forward? We'll discuss next. You're listening to the Bruin Insider Show on the UCLA Sports Network from Learfield. Don't let the buzzer stop you from taking a winning shot at SoCal's number one casino, Yamava Resort and Casino at San Manuel. This March, we're giving away over $1.5 million in prizes, including a 2022 BMW M3 or up to $100,000 in cash every Thursday. Earn entries using your club Serrano card all month long at your favorite slots and table games. Not yet a member? Sign up today and instantly unlock your rewards. Good luck. Details at Yamava.com. Must be 21. Please gamble responsibly. What do Bruins and superstar Giannis Antetokounmpo have in common? Both are powered by Ready, official protein of UCLA Athletics. Ready fuels Bruin athletes and Giannis with best-in-class all-natural protein water and sports drinks, along with bars, powders, and snacks featuring cutting-edge sports nutrition. Ready powers Bruin fans, too. Get Ready protein and sports drinks on Amazon or at TeamReady.com. That's TeamReady.com. Ready, the official protein of UCLA Athletics. Championship nutrition fueling UCLA champions. Show off your Bruin pride with the new Westcom Bruin Edge Visa credit card. 
Earn five points for every dollar spent on select UCLA purchases and one and a half points everywhere else. Redeemable for rewards that will make you want to eight clap. Plus, enjoy no annual fee or foreign transaction fees and get a $500 cash back bonus when you spend $2,500 in the first three months. Now that's better banking for Bruins. Visit westcom.org to apply and for terms and conditions. We all need to save the drop, L.A. Mandatory water conservation is in effect. Limit outdoor watering with sprinklers to three days a week, up to eight minutes per station, before 9 a.m. or after 4 p.m. Get to know your watering days and all the rebates and resources LADWP offers to help you conserve water. Visit LADWP.com slash conservation squad. The Bruin Insider Show continues now. Let's join our hosts, Nick Cope, Brian Fenley, and Tracy Murray. Team Talk is brought to you by the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf, born and brewed in Southern California since 1963 and home of the original ice blended drink. The Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf has grown to over 1,000 stores in nearly 30 countries. Visit coffeebean.com for more information. Hope to have Tracy Murray, UCLA basketball legend and former NBA super, superstar on the show with us here in a couple of moments. For Nick Cope, I am Brian Fenley. We're going to be with you here for this full hour. Also, Mick Cronin is going to be joining joining us a little bit later, but let's go back to what happened on Saturday. I was there. It was a packed poly pavilion, incredible atmosphere. The crowd was raucous. They were booing the Trojans as they made their triumphant entrance onto the court. And you could feel just the spirit and the, the student den that really came in full force supporting UCLA in what was a win against USC. We had heard Nick so much about Mick Cronin had come into that matchup 0-5 against USC. And when was he going to get over the hump? Well, the Bruins did just that, 75-68. to 68. And a big reason why was Jaime Hawkins. A lot of chatter about how he is health-wise. We had not seen the best of him, certainly, in the last time USC and UCLA fared when they were at the Galen Center and the Trojans won 67-64. to 64. But we saw just a shell of Hawkins in that game because, as he has admitted, his ankles were not 100%. But clearly, by the way in which Hawkes commanded the basketball, they got it to him inside, and he scored over Isaiah Mobley and just sort of put him in a spin cycle. This was a game that should give Nick a lot of Bruin fans confidence, not just about how he's feeling in scoring north of 20 points and having, I think, 57 points scored over his last two games, but moving forward, healthy Jaime Hawkes is bad news for anybody that has to face the ruins coming up. Oh, it's terrible news for everyone else. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, what he did the last two games, you feel just a sense of relief, I think, because we all know how good Jaime can be. And, and so to see what he did on Monday against Washington and then to follow it up against USC on Saturday, so reassuring and even though he didn't score 30 on Saturday, perhaps more impressive because he's going up some big dudes, especially uh, against Isaiah Mobley a lot of the time. And it got me thinking a little bit because he did it against Washington, but then to do it against guys like Isaiah Mobley and Chavez Goodwin, I was like, how is he doing this? How? And, and 
as I'm watching, I'm like, it, I feel like it's all about balance for him. Like he thrives on getting his opponents off balance while he manages to always have balance. And he will just pump and pivot and spin until he gets an edge. And he's able to do it without like having any sort of rhythm. I was thinking about, you know, when you're shooting just on a hoop by yourself and maybe you'll spin the basketball to yourself and then you'll spin and rise up. But like, like there's kind of like a pre-planned approach to it, you know. Jaime doesn't need that. Like he's always ready to go up and it's like he's able to read and react through all these pivots, leans, spins, and pumps. And the second he senses he has an edge, he's able to go up and shoot. So I'd, I'm just watching that, and hopefully we'll get Tracy here soon because I'd love to know if Jaime reminds him of anyone because just any basketball player he's seen because the way he's able to find just that slightest edge and use balance as his advantage and able to take on guys that are five inches taller than him it's so impressive. The way in which, Nick, you categorize Takez, to me it seems like this, and I think a lot of people out there listening to this would understand. If you've ever played one-on-one basketball, say, at a park, you got an open hoop, and you're going up against someone, and let's say in this instance you're Isaiah Mobley. So you're the one on USC that's guarding Hawkes. First, it's, it's, the game has just started. Hawkes gets the ball right away, and he just – runs it right past you and jams it in your face. And then Mobley is sitting there shaking his head and says, okay, I guess this is what it's going to be like all night. And that's what it was like from a USC defensive perspective. There was a lot of head shaking and there was a lot of bad body language because nobody seemed to find a way to stop Hawkes in this game. But, Nick, when we listen to Mick Cronin talk after the game, you should have been in a cheery mood in a gleeful mood, he wasn't really. And I get it, coaches are always looking to improve and they never want to hold on to wins and celebrate too much. But he was nitpicking and he's got a right to in the way in which UCLA finished the game. So the Bruins were up double digits with, I believe, five and a half minutes or, or so to it go. It was a 13 point game, about five and a half to go. Yeah, so it was a 13 point game in favor of UCLA. And then the Bruins miss. 10 straight field goals. You got Boogie Ellis getting a three ball and the end one, so it's a four-point play. We ultimately get things tied. And then who steps up? You got the dunk from Hawkes. But I got to say, Nick, probably the most unheralded hero in this game, that shot, that turnaround jumper from Cody Riley to put this game to double digits late when the Bruins couldn't score, the shot clock was expiring late in the second half, and they have to throw it into somebody. They go to Riley, and not a shot we've seen very often, but he does a little step-back turnaround 15-footer and cashes it in. So it wasn't the prettiest of finishes for UCLA, and certainly McCronin is going to look at that as to say, let's not do that again, because in his words, we should have beaten the Trojans by double digits, or 20 points. You had him on the ropes there with five minutes to go. You you were so close to getting that knockout punch. If you could just keep pushing there for another two minutes, if you're able to still have that double-digit lead with like three minutes to go, then you probably just put him down right there. But it was tough. At the same time, 
you know, I think USC is a good team. They're certainly, at the very least, a tough matchup for the Bruins with all that size. I mean, they started four guys who are six foot nine or taller in this game, and we know UCLA doesn't have that kind of length. They have to make up for it in other ways. But getting back to the close of this game, yes, that shot from Riley, that was their only made field goal in the last five minutes. And yeah, he's typically more of the spot up guy or going to work in the post and didn't have his best game. He missed a few bunnies early on in the second half that he probably thinks he should make. But that was a huge shot. That made it a two possession game without with a minute to go. And then that gives your defense just a chance to be like, okay, now we got a little cushion to play with. We can dial it up a little bit more with the intensity and and know that we have a little more room for error here now that we got it to a two-possession game. That that was the big shot. They they needed to get that one shot, and they got it, and Cody Riley gave it to him. So I think Riley is such a big piece for them moving forward, too. He, we've seen flashes over these last couple weeks, uh, but I, I think we're still waiting to see him really put it all together. It's been tough for him, obviously, getting the knee injury right off the bat at the start of the season. So it, it's been – a tough road for him to build his way back up to where he was this time a year ago. Yeah, as Cody Riley works to to get himself back to what we know he can be, that dominant self, Jaime Jaquez, who we have discussed, is really starting to, to see his stock rise. And so is Johnny Juzang, considering that he's getting healthy now. And what sort of nausea that will have on other teams as the Bruins go into the Pac-12 tournament. But when we return, how much of what we've seen of UCLA is not anywhere near the best they can be? In other words, where are they now in relation to their potential? And what did the USC game overall show us about what this Bruin team is made of going into the conference tourney? And the NCAA tourney. We'll discuss right after this. You are listening to the Bruin Insider Show on the UCLA Sports Network from Learfield. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Steak with chicken fingers, mozzarella sticks, crisp bacon, fried eggs, fries, mayo, ketchup, salt, pepper on a fresh-baked hero. Well, the tens of thousands of fans of Fat Sal's Deli have. That's what we do at Fat Sal's. Since 2010, we've been building mouth-watering, over-the-top, one-of-a-kind creations. Come try us out at one of our three Southern California locations, Encino, Hollywood, and right in the heart of Westwood Village. For details, visit our website, fatsalsdeli.com. We're making sandwiches over here. Don't let the buzzer stop you from taking a winning shot at SoCal's number one casino, Yamava Resort and Casino at San Manuel. This March, we're giving away over $1.5 million in prizes, including a 2022 BMW M3 or up to $100,000 in cash every Thursday. Earn entries using your Club Serrano card all month long at your favorite slots and table games. Not yet a member? Sign up today and instantly unlock your rewards. Good luck. Details at Yamava.com. Must be 21. Please gamble responsibly. 
Bruin fans, when you need your oil changed, don't waste hours sitting in a dirty waiting room. Just head to Valvoline Instant Oil Change, your 15-minute drive through oil change. Pull in, let the technicians get to work, and you're done in 15 minutes. Valvoline Instant Oil Change can handle almost every vehicle, including hybrids, diesels, and luxury models. They can also handle your preventative maintenance needs, like changing your air filter or wiper blades. For locations and coupons, visit SoCalOilChange.com. That's SoCalOilChange.com. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, proud sponsor of UCLA Athletics. Hey, Bruin fans, this season, UCLA alum and proud attorney sponsor of UCLA Athletics, Uncle Artie Pernia is offering free 15-minute consults for all Bruins fans, alumni, students, and faculty. Just go to plg.law or text Uncle directly on his cell at 310-739-6779 to coordinate your in-person or Zoom meeting. Having won five of the top 100 verdicts in 2020 in California and specializing in accidents, slip and falls, and business disputes, Uncle wants to help you maximize your settlement, too. We trust Uncle Artie, and you can, too. Go Bruins! Have a question for any of our guests? Tweet us at UCLA Athletics using the hashtag Bruin Insider Show or visit uclabruins.com slash insider to submit your question each week. Now let's join our hosts, Nick Cope, Brian Fenley, and Tracy Murray. A UCLA alumnus, Uncle Artie Pernia, is proud to announce Pernia Laws, the official law firm sponsor of UCLA Athletics. Pernia Law is now offering free consultations to all UCLA students, alumni, fans, and faculty. Just go to plglaw.com to coordinate your free consultation. That's plglaw.com. We are hoping to get a hold of Tracy Murray to join us on the program here. This is, of course, the Bruin Insider Show. Nick Cope, I am Brian Fenley. So one of the big talking points coming into this week is what can we glean from this UCLA team in terms of the effort and the performance they showed on Saturday against USC? What does that mean for the Bruins moving forward? It means that teams around them should be very scared, very wary of what this team can do. Because as we discussed, Nick, Health has been a problem. There have been moments in this season where you've had Johnny Juzang out or Cody Riley. Everybody seemingly is playing at their best. And I think that if you're going to peak, this is going to be the time you're going to want to do that. If you look at the way the Bruins closed the season, what, they've won seven out of their last eight games going into the conference tournament. From a defensive perspective, they are top 20 in efficiency. And I just think, Nick, that this is a team with a lot of expectations on their shoulders from last year with that final full run, that they would be better served from a psyche to not be that favorite going into the Pac-12 and certainly the NCAA tournament. I think that this team will compete and fare better when they're not the main focus or the team in the spotlight where they can kind of sneak up on you, which is what they did last year, and they have all their pieces back. Yeah, and Arizona's certainly getting, at least nationally, they're getting a ton of attention. You know, everyone's sort of just writing them right in as a one seed, one of the best teams, and they've certainly looked the part. Uh, Hopefully we get round three of that in Vegas coming up on Saturday night. That would be fun. But, yeah, this team certainly thrives – they, they thrive not only, you know, when their backs are against the wall, as we've seen, you know, when they've had, you know, some down stretches this year, they've been able to bounce back from that. And then in tight games, they thrive, you know, even though that game against USC got tight down the stretch, I don't, there was part of me where I was, I still felt confident in them because it just felt like another March game that they've been through. And 
you know, while they made defensive lapses and allowing and ones that allowed USC to get into the game, in the final minute, min, minute and a half, they really shut things down on defense. You got Cody Riley making that turnaround jumper. Jules Bernard made three out of the final four at the free throw line. So, you know, the minutes five through two there weren't great, but the final minute, minute and a half, almost two minutes, that's when they really buckled down and they made some winning plays. And so that's that's what I'm taking away from that game the most, I think, is it got tight. You could sense it. You were there. I, I was watching on TV, but I'm sure the crowd was nervous. A big game. You know, you, you don't want to go 0-6 against USC since Mick Cronin came here. But those guys made the winning plays when it counted the most. You're listening to the Broad Insider Show. That's Nick Culp. I'm Brian Fenley. And even though I was there and there had to have been over 10,000 people, I never felt like UCLA was going to lose. And now you're going to say, well, Brian, you're a homer. Of course, you're going to say that. But no, I never had any hunch inside of me that UCLA was for some reason going to lose that game against USC, a, a matchup where the Bruins won at the end against the Trojans. And this was a contest as well that, as you pointed out, Nick, it's a team in UCLA that... I don't think we know how good this team is. Now, people can look back at the year they've had, and then there were times where, yeah, there were a couple hiccups against Oregon, and people could say, well, you got to beat Oregon, and maybe this team doesn't have what it takes compared to what they did last year. But whatever you had in your mind as far as your conjecture about UCLA, I don't think any of it stands up to what – the form and version of the team we are going to see in the conference tournament. I really don't think that you can compare both, which is great considering where this team is. And I think all along, one of the things that hasn't gotten enough attention is how good defensively UCLA is. And what they showed me against USC, Nick, is that they can force turnovers. By the way, how about the discrepancy in the turnovers in that game? 19 for USC and one for the Bruins. But UCLA can win games with great defense and they don't have to make a lot of threes. And they didn't against USC. And then when you look, Nick, as we sort of transition into the conference tournament, which is going to start tomorrow, and that is when we're going to see two teams slug it out. The winner will play the Bruins on Thursday. It's going to either come down to Washington State and Cal. And... UCLA is 3-0 and this season. They played Washington State once, beat them by a large margin at Pauley, and then won both matchups against Cal. I guess, for me, I know we're going to talk a little bit more later on in the hour after our discussion with Mick Cronin about Cal and Washington State, per se, but just sort of as a teaser, Nick, if I am Mick Cronin and I am UCLA, I kind of want to play Cal. I kind of want to play Cal. Now, not just because their seeding is lower, but they are the very much opposite of UCLA. Cal, their best player is injured right now. They've got guys out left and right dealing with injuries, which is completely a completely a juxtaposes what the Bruins are going into the tournament as. Yeah, so just to go back just real quick and, you know, touching on the health and that we're going to see a UCLA team we haven't seen. 
There's only two players on this Bruin team who appeared in every game this year. That's Jules Bernard and Miles Johnson. That's it. No one else appeared in all 29 games so far this season. So that speaks to what UCLA is going to have at their disposal. And why I'm just so curious just to watch these games coming up this weekend is to see what it looks like now that Johnny Juzang's going to have more time to get that ankle right, hopefully get back into a rhythm, see what the rotations look like, see what kind of lineups. That's what I'm really fascinated to see. You know, they've got – you know, hopefully, potentially, three games to kind of figure that out. But, yeah, looking at the potential matchup, I agree with you. Much rather have Cal. They've had Cal's number for, you know, the last half decade plus now. Um, not that that has any bearing this year. But, I mean, you know, they've they've had Cal's number. Cal plays slow, and, and they can bang bodies with Cal. Washington State is a team that they can get hot. And, you know, UCLA did not get Washington State's best game at Pauley. So I would be a little concerned, you know, that they're a young team. Their bigs are young, but they've got good size. Uh, And then those guards can shoot it between Michael Flowers and Terrell Roberts. They didn't shoot it well against Pauly, but that's not to say they couldn't shoot it well in Vegas. So I I think Washington State is certainly a more just concerning matchup on paper, whereas Cal, I feel like you generally are – knowing what you're going to get there. And, and I think the Bruins can match up fine with the Bears. I, I line up what you're saying, Nick, about Washington State. And I really do believe that this is a team, the Cougars, that will be top four in the conference next year based upon how young they are and the way in which, and I know we'll get a little bit more in-depth with the Cougs a little bit later on in the hour, but the way in which they handled Oregon on Saturday, 94-74, to 74, Kyle Smith was the head coach, of course, for the Cougs, and I was listening to him after that game, and he said that his team is playing the best right now than than they have all season. So in a way, the Bruins like where they stand going into the conference tournament. So does Washington State. We also have to keep in mind that Oregon arguably was down their best player in Will Richardson, who we've just now learned is going to miss the whole Pac-12 tournament, the Oregon star, due to a non COVID-19 illness. But one of the things that I want to get to when we return, the accolades are pouring through. The postseason accolades, defense, first team all conference, UCLA just dominated when it comes to the accolades and awards. And we're going to discuss what this means and what that tells us about what this team is made of when we return. You are listening to the Bruin Insider Show, UCLA Sports Network from Learfield. On Saturdays, your team needs you, your sofa needs you, and you need a Jersey Mike sub. Get it all with free Saturday delivery when you order through the Jersey Mike's app. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. We all know the question that creeps into our minds each and every afternoon. What's for dinner? How about a steak grilled to perfection? No matter your cravings, USWellnessMeats.com has a delicious selection of grass-fed beef, bison, pasture-raised pork, and poultry. The best part of all, you can skip the grocery store and have your order delivered right to your door. What are you waiting for? Curate your box, fire up the grill, and let's get cooking. Use promo code UCLA to save 15% at USWellnessMeats.com. 
What do Bruins and superstar Giannis Antetokounmpo have in common? Both are powered by Ready, official protein of UCLA Athletics. Ready fuels Bruin athletes and Giannis with best-in-class all-natural protein water and sports drinks, along with bars, powders, and snacks featuring cutting-edge sports nutrition. Ready powers Bruin fans, too. Get Ready protein and sports drinks on Amazon or at TeamReady.com. That's TeamReady.com. Ready, the official protein of UCLA Athletics. Championship nutrition fueling UCLA champions. Show off your Bruin pride with the new Westcom Bruin Edge Visa credit card. Earn five points for every dollar spent on select UCLA purchases and one and a half points everywhere else. Redeemable for rewards that will make you want to eight clap. Plus, enjoy no annual fee or foreign transaction fees and get a $500 cashback bonus when you spend $2,500 in the first three months. Now that's better banking for Bruins. Visit westcom.org to apply and for terms and conditions. This Saturday, while you watch the game at home, we're watching The Grill at Jersey Mike's. Order through the Jersey Mike's app for free delivery on Saturdays. Unless you're going to miss hearing this. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. The Bruin Insider Show continues now. Let's join our hosts, Nick Cope, Brian Fenley, and Tracy Murray. You're going to want to stick around for later on in the hour. Mick Cronin will be discussing his outlook on the upcoming Pac-12 tournament, among many other things, when he joins us on the program a little bit later. But first, a reminder that COVID-19 has tested all of us. But now it's time to get back in the game with CalHOPE's free emotional support resources. Visit CalHOPE.org today. CalHOPE, proud sponsor of UCLA Athletics. For Nick Cope, I am Brian Fenley. And look, we haven't even started the postseason for UCLA, but the Bruins are getting all sorts of recognition already. So, Nick, the first team, all Pac-12, has already come out. And look, there are 12 teams, last time I checked, in the Pac-12. There's only five starters, first team, but then you've got another five. So technically you have 10, right, if I'm not mistaken. But still, a little confusing. Are, <laughs> it is a little confusing, and we're going to try to help our, our, our listeners through this. But so technically there are 10 first team all selections, which I, I don't know. I think it should be five, but it is what it is. Despite all that, within the 10, there are three Bruins that made that distinction. That is a high, a high reward. And that would be Johnny Juzing, Jaime Jaquez, and Tiger Campbell. But that wasn't the biggest thing to me. And I want to ask you, Nick, about this. Because if you look on the defensive side, this is where things really are special. So when it comes to the conference and it's all defensive team, there are only five names that get selected. And we've got Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Clark, and Miles Johnson. And I think that through this last stretch, that there might not be, besides Jaquez getting back to the form that we saw him in the last NCAA tournament, there might not be a player who has improved more on the defensive side than Miles Johnson. I think that this award is so well-deserved for him. Obviously, Jalen Clark and Hawkeyes, but my focus is on Johnson and just seeing how much more involved he has been. And I think Cronin said eight, or was it nine, deflections against USC. And if you want to get on your coach's good side, you start getting up those deflection numbers, and Miles is right there. Yeah, he seems to have gotten a real nice just general feel for things in the defensive half court and 
when he and Jalen Clark are on the floor together, the Bruins' defense is at its best. And you saw it a couple times in that USC game where the Bruins just shut them down. They went on a couple runs, and it was with those two guys on the floor playing defense. I remember this one sequence where it was it was just beautiful. You could see everyone just working in unison where someone was getting – not kind of beat down the down the baseline. Tiger Campbell comes over mm-hmm. to help out. His man goes to the weak side corner. Once Tiger's help is finished, the original man is able to sag back. Oh, Tiger's got to get to the other sideline. Miles Johnson, without really even looking back, he he kind of he knows Tiger's man is back there, and he just takes a little half step towards that baseline passing lane and just goes off his post man just great bit of anticipation and he's able to steal that pass looking for tiger's original man in the corner like that's the kind of stuff that is just great when you've got everybody working in unison and miles johnson was the recipient of that steal there but it's him and it's jalen clark together that that is the bruins best defensive lineup when you can get those two guys on the floor at the same time Jalen Clark, I felt, made the emotional play of the game. And I felt like this was a turning point for the Bruins this season. It was against USC last weekend. And Jalen Clark, it looked like he was going to get called for a potential flop. Anyway, he goes on the floor. And he rips the ball away from, I believe, Isaiah Mobley, if I'm not mistaken. And absolutely holds on to that rock and says, I am not letting go. The Bruins showed right there that they were the tougher team, that they were the more aggressive team. And things got a little bit chippy from that point on, but that set the tone and let the visitors in USC know that UCLA is not backing down from physicality. And that is what a guy like Jalen Clark does. And I can't wait to see what he does for this team in the postseason. Speaking of the postseason coming up, We're going to hear from the coach, the head coach. Mick Cronin is going to join us. And from somebody who mans the sidelines for this Bruin team, Mick's dad has been a coach for many years. So what is Mick's dad doing to coach his son in getting ready for the Pac-12 tournament? Well, that's what you're going to find out when we return. You're listening to the Bruin Insider Show on the UCLA Sports Network from Learfield. These are the sounds of a dinner. A dinner that almost didn't happen. A dinner now served thanks to people like you. Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. Donations are being accepted at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And 
Even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Have a question for any of our guests? Tweet us at UCLA Athletics using the hashtag Bruin Insider Show or visit uclabruins.com slash insider to submit your question each week. Now let's join our hosts, Nick Cope, Brian Fenley, and Tracy Murray. Hey, rep your school in the Level Next Rocket League Spring Showcase. Compete to take home the championship and part of the 125000 dollar prize pool like this opportunity food is too good to be wasted with hellman's you can save more and waste less registration closes march 27th sign up now at levelnextesports.com for nick cope i'm brian fenley guess who's coming up now a man who has helped engineer a blast off of this ucla basketball program mick cronin joins us on the show mick you might be the head basketball coach at ucla but how is your dad coaching you right now going into the postseason oh gosh all he's concerned about is the bracketologist so he's in charge of pods seating uh bubbles uh, all that stuff so um he knows i don't pay attention to it so we have fun i'll call i, I call him in the mornings on driving down sepulveda and who's in who's out he gives me updates you know, because he knows I'm most worried about my team. So we have fun with it, So obviously. But uh, he's going to skip the Pac-12 tournament. He's hoping to make a long run in April. See, everybody got spoiled. They just assume we're going to be playing until April. So he said, he does, you know, he wants to save his travel. <laughs> That's awesome. There's so much buildup from early November to get to this point. Is this a more stressful or fun time of year for you? I'm more fun for me. The bubble, uh, two things. The bubble is brutal for people on the bubble. And going back to my days as a coach at Murray State, uh, you know, half when you win the regular season and you have to win that that tournament title, it is unbelievable pressure. Unbelievable. Um, so because everything doesn't matter if you don't win that tournament. So there are no at-larges in certain conferences. So my friend Coach Patino is going through that at Iona this week. So, um, which, you know, he hadn't done that since he was uh, 40 years ago when he was at Boston. <laughs> so, but for us, when you know you're in, it's just I'm focused on us getting better. Um, you know, it, the you have to play to win. I think if your kids feel that you're nervous – They'll feel it. I think, you know, I believe in karma. I believe in the vibe. They've, they got to feel my vibration needs to be confidence. Um, and, you know, at, at this, this is Pac-12 week, but next week, you know, it'll be back to, uh, you know, we're, we're the team that has the most national championships. 
and uh, we need to play like it. And that, you know, that's what we're all about. And it's time to try to try to get one. So, um, you know, I think, I, you know, the kids definitely feed off your vibe. So, I, I you know, you got to be positive. You got to be uh, upbeat and confident. Mick Cronin joining us on the Bruin Insider Show. For Nick Cope, I'm Brian Fenley. How much stock do you put in, Mick, the home win last weekend against USC towards validating what this team is capable of in March? Uh, well, I don't think we played great. So, <laughs> um, now a lot of that is because they're a really good team. Um, but we, we had up 13 with five to play at home. You gotta, you, you gotta put that game away. Um, we weren't able to do that. So that was frustrating for me, but, uh, I don't really look at one game as far as what we're capable of. I look at, uh, our, our metrics and our talent and our metrics say that, uh, to win the national championship in the last 20 years, you have to be in the top 20 defensively. And we, and at last check, we're 10 or 11 um, before we're officially on air here on this big time show. So uh, <laughs> our metrics say we're good enough. Uh, we're in the top 20, I think 10 or 11 and 15 in offense, 10 or 11 in defense. You know, and then I look at, ta- you know, do you have enough guys that can, make enough baskets for you in the crucial situations. Um, Cause you got to have guys that are going to step up and can, can perform. You know, you can't just out execute and, and out coach everybody. And last year we had guys that really performed in the NCAA tournament. And we have guys that are more than capable of, it. but it's guys, that's why it's madness though. Cause it's a one game shot. And uh, I do like, so you never know, but I like the fact that we're not relying upon one guy to have to perform for us to win. Um, so hopefully we can get Johnny uh, going here in Vegas because uh, he's had a rough month falling off the scooter and then spraining his ankle with Oregon. We got to get him going again. That leads me into my next question. Knock on wood, I'm knocking on wood for you right now. You're getting just about as healthy as you've been all season. Is there a challenge now for you in trying to find a rhythm with everyone available and you have kind of a short amount of time to find that rhythm or you know based on what we've seen in the last month and guys being in and out of the lineup and the rest of the team handling that well is there enough familiarity with everyone that hopefully you guys can just start to pick things up yeah I think uh hopefully the answer to your question is that we have enough versatility what I would call lineup versatility to be able to match up with different types of opponents which helped us last year, even though we were very short-handed with, you know, losing the guys we lost. Um, we were able to, we, I mean, we played Alabama with half the game with Jalen Clark at center. So I think, you know, we have enough lineup versatility where we can try to put a offensive lineup out there, defensive lineup, uh, bigger lineup. We actually practice more uh, with Cody and Miles together then we haven't played it much, but we have prepared to do it. Uh, we've never really been able to get that done, um, but we can. And if we have to, our guy, it's not. Our, it would not be a foreign to our guys because we have done it plenty in practice. So uh, I, I think you know. Hopefully, the injuries have helped other other guys get opportunity, and uh, you know the guys know that hey, we got to we got to roll with whatever the best matchup is in this game. You have so many great matchups when you consider what you guys are doing defensively. The conference just named its all-defensive team. 
five guys on it. Three from UCLA, Jalen Clark, Jaime Jaquez, and Miles Johnson. I know you're not big, Mick, in terms of individual awards, but when you see three of your guys get this, what are they doing that we don't see at practice that have allowed themselves to be that elite of defenders? Well, we, you know, obviously we teach a lot. I got a great coaching staff, um, you know, part of the fabric of our, um, program is you have to be coachable because we play to win here. Um, and you can't win if you can't, uh, stop your opponent, you know, uh, at, there comes a point in the game where you gotta be, if you're going to win, you gotta be able to shut the other team's water off. So to speak, we, we, that's what we say. Um, and you gotta be able to, uh, strategically put the guys in you want to put in for offense, knowing that they're not going to get you beat on defense. So, you know, it's just a, it's a pride thing. I just, I've always felt that, you know, people say, how do you get guys to play defense? I said, well, if a guy wants to win, he's going to play defense. If he really wants to win, you know, like a lot of guys, like I, I'm not going to name names. Okay. But there's NBA all-stars. I hear them all, well, I, I don't know if I want to be here if I can't win a championship. Well, how about you try playing defense? And then the rest of your teammates will. And then maybe you'll have a chance instead of talking about your personnel and all that type of stuff. So, um, you, you know, so I, I just think uh, you, you, you have to, if you really truly want to win, it'll show your character. You'll be willing to defend. And then it permeates and then you build your culture and it's just expected here. But I'm happy for those guys because if you look in Pac-12 play, guys, and we let we're, we we led the league in a lot of categories defensively, so it's great for those guys to get those honors. You mentioned earlier, alluding to the stress of being on the bubble, and the last two years going into the Pac-12 tournament, you guys were on the bubble. This year, you know you're in. Does that change anything for you guys this week at all? Yeah. Well, to be honest with you. Uh, the COVID year, I felt we were locked in the way we played late in the year. And last year, I was shocked when our name went up so late. So that's why I leave bracketology up to the other people, which is my dad and Michael Lewis on our staff. But they both got fired from their bracketologies last year. From the, uh, they didn't they didn't have us, uh, you know, being stuck in that game. So uh, you know, it's better, it's it's better for our it's better for everybody when you know you're in. Right? We can go to Vegas. Um, with a clear head and all focus is to try to win the tournament, but play better. Like, as you alluded to different guys, bas- basketball is a rhythm sport. Like if you, um, you read Phil, Phil Jackson's books and obviously he ran a tri- the triangle and, and, you know, a, a passing game, more of a college offense that uh, rhythm is important. He uses, he used to always, you hear him talk, whatever. He uses the term rhythm a lot. And I believe in that. And you alluded to it with lineups, you know, can you get into a rhythm? So hopefully this week we can uh, find a rhythm, so to speak, you know, with our rotations, with our team, with, with the way uh, we're doing things and, and uh, nobody misses a game the rest of the year, then it will help us find a rhythm. Look forward to seeing that rhythm take place in the Pac-12 tournament. You guys have the first round by, and then Thursday, you will be getting it going on the quarterfinal matchup, and it's going to either be Washington State or Cal. Mick Cronin, thanks so much for joining Nick Cope. I'm Brian Fenley on the Bruin Insider Show. Really appreciate your time. Always a pleasure, guys. We'll see you. 
I absolutely love Mick Cronin, and thanks again for having the time to come on the program. He mentioned bracketology. He mentioned that one of his assistants and his dad is in charge of that when it comes to where UCLA stands. What did Nick and I think about where the Bruins should be positioned in the NCAA tournament, and what are the experts, in quotation marks, saying as well concerning the Bruins' fate in March Madness? We'll discuss. You're listening to the Bruin Insider Show, UCLA Sports Network from Learfield. Bruin fans, when you need your oil changed, don't waste hours sitting in a dirty waiting room. Just head to Valvoline Instant Oil Change, your 15-minute drive through oil change. Pull in, let the technicians get to work, and you're done in 15 minutes. Valvoline Instant Oil Change can handle almost every vehicle, including hybrids, diesels, and luxury models. They can also handle your preventative maintenance needs, like changing your air filter or wiper blades. For locations and coupons, visit SoCalOilChange.com. That's SoCalOilChange.com. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, proud sponsor of UCLA Athletics. Show off your Bruin pride with the new Westcom Bruin Edge Visa credit card. Earn five points for every dollar spent on select UCLA purchases and one and a half points everywhere else. Redeemable for rewards that will make you want to eight clap. Plus, enjoy no annual fee or foreign transaction fees and get a $500 cash back bonus when you spend $2,500 in the first three months. Now that's better banking for Bruins. Visit Westcom.org to apply and for terms and conditions. What do Bruins and superstar Giannis Antetokounmpo have in common? Both are powered by Ready, official protein of UCLA Athletics. Ready fuels Bruin athletes and Giannis with best-in-class all-natural protein water and sports drinks, along with bars, powders, and snacks featuring cutting-edge sports nutrition. Ready powers Bruin fans, too. Get Ready protein and sports drinks on Amazon or at TeamReady.com. That's TeamReady.com. Ready, the official protein of UCLA Athletics. Championship nutrition fueling UCLA champions. Have you ever had cheesesteak with chicken fingers, mozzarella sticks, crisp bacon, fried eggs, fries, mayo, ketchup, salt, pepper on a fresh-baked hero? Well, the tens of thousands of fans of Fat Sal's Deli have. That's what we do at Fat Sal's. Since 2010, we've been building mouth-watering, over-the-top, one-of-a-kind creations. Come try us out at one of our three Southern California locations, Encino, Hollywood, and right in the heart of Westwood Village. For details, visit our website, fatsalsdeli.com. We're making sandwiches over here. Have a question for any of our guests? Tweet us at UCLA Athletics using the hashtag Bruin Insider Show or visit UCLABruins.com slash insider to submit your question each week. Now let's join our hosts, Nick Cope, Brian Fenley, and Tracy Murray. Out come the bracketologists. It is that time of year when everybody, there are experts that have says on where teams are going to slot in for the NCAA tournament, but we all have our ideas as well. And for number four UCLA, at least that is where a lot of the experts have the Bruins concerning the NCAA tournament as a fourth seed. Clearly, there's a lot that can still happen, Nick. I think that if UCLA runs the table in the Pac-12 tournament, they have a pretty sizable chance at getting a number two seed. It was interesting to note that one of the predicted matchups, if the Bruins take the number four seed, ESPN says that the Bruins would play a 13 seed in Iona, who is coached by Rick Pitino. Cronin used to be on Pitino's staff. They call each other regularly. They're very good friends. That would be quite the entertaining and drama-filled matchup, but I hope we're better than a four seed. I, I would agree, and I think probably 
if you win two games this weekend, I think you got a good chance to move up to that three line. And perhaps just as important, too, is so if you're a top four seed, you get priority in terms of travel. If you fall to a five or below, you can go anywhere. So sitting on the four spot is at least good for UCLA to stay on the West Coast. Now, there is some wiggle room there. You could go down to San Diego, which would obviously be ideal. Less travel, always better. Portland's the other West Coast city. You get yourself up to the three line, you give yourself a better chance to get to just go down the five freeway (laughs) and go play at SDSU's uh, building for the first weekend. So I think if you do win the tournament, you beat Arizona, then the two line definitely comes into play i wouldn't say it's a guarantee yet at that point so worst case scenario though i think ucla sticks as a four based on everything i've read everything i've consumed the bruins don't need to be concerned about dropping below that Uh, but win a couple games good chance to be a three win it all then you can talk about a two Um, and the benefit of at least getting up to that three line is you put off having to play the one seed as long as possible, right? I mean, if you stay at a four, you're potentially having to play the one seed in the Sweet 16. If you're on the other side of the bracket, hey, maybe that one seed can get upset by the time you get to the Elite Eight. So all that prognosticating we like to do, it's really fun. Um, But it's going to be very interesting to see where the Bruins end up. That same projection you're looking at, you could potentially have a rematch with Alabama in the mm. round of 32. That would be really compelling as well. Well, and what a difference a year is because there were a lot of people after UCLA lost last year in the Pac-12 tournament in the quarterfinals to Oregon State thinking maybe the Bruins don't make it. Not only did they make it, but they went from first four to final four. We know how that story is written. And I guess if you look at the rundown from the scheduling for the Pac-12 tournament, so UCLA, as we mentioned, they're going to play the winner of Cal versus Washington State. And then if UCLA, assuming they move on, there's a chance, Nick, that we could see a rematch with USC in the semifinals. How about that? And then, of course, Arizona would be the one seed in this tournament. So how about Arizona and UCLA? But I have a feeling, I just have this gut feeling that Arizona is going to be upset. I'm not sure where, but you heard me here. Write that down because here on the Bruin Insider Show, I'm pointing out that the Wildcats are not going to be Pac-12 tournament champs. Wow. That would be be a big upset. Just just in turn, on pay, like they... They've shown that they're the best team in the conference throughout the just entire body of work, I think. And it, UCLA, they, they split home games, so I, I really want to see that third matchup just to be able to say once and for all. But that would be really interesting. It's it's tough that Will Richardson is hurt for Oregon because I think, and maybe they still can, but if the Ducks could put it all together, I think they would make a really compelling case to get that upset you're speaking of with Will Richardson out. That's really tough, but Oregon's got to be one of your dark horse picks for the tournament. You bring up a lot of great points there, Nick. When we return, there's some stuff we didn't touch on when it comes to Washington State and Cal, the two teams who the Bruins would then play for their quarterfinal matchup of the tournament. We'll discuss that next. You're listening to the Bruin Insider Show, the UCLA Sports Network from Learfield. On Saturdays, your team needs you. Your sofa needs you. 
And you need a Jersey Mike sub. Get it all with free Saturday delivery when you order through the Jersey Mike's app. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. We all need to save the drop, L.A. Mandatory water conservation is in effect. Limit outdoor watering with sprinklers to three days a week, up to eight minutes per station, before 9 a.m. or after 4 p.m. Get to know your watering days and all the rebates and resources LADWP offers to help you conserve water. Visit LADWP.com slash Conservation Squad. Say hello to Avello, A-V-E-L-O. There's a new way to fly from convenient Burbank Airport with direct flights to nine destinations and growing. Avello offers flights starting at $39, making it easy, convenient, and affordable. Avello Airlines, a proud sponsor of UCLA Athletics. Book today at AvelloAir.com. Follow on Instagram for a chance to win free tickets every Tuesday. This Saturday, while you watch the game at home, we're watching The Grill at Jersey Mike's. Order through the Jersey Mike's app for free delivery on Saturdays. Unless you're going to miss hearing this. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. The Bruin Insider Show continues now. Let's join our hosts, Nick Cope, Brian Fenley, and Tracy Murray. We can't wait until Thursday because that is when UCLA Hoops will find out and play their opponent in the quarterfinals of the Pac-12 tournament. It's either going to be Washington State or Cal. I think it's going to be Washington State. I'm not one to predict the future, but I think I'm going to get this one right. Here is where I am most concerned about, Nick, with Washington State, and it is their depth with their bigs. F.A. Abogidi is somebody who has an NBA-type presence, and the way in which he can crash the glass, his physicality and his touch around the rim, really interested to see a potential matchup between him and Miles Johnson, given how well Johnson is playing defensively. But the bigs for Washington State are going to be problems for UCLA if it comes to that. Yeah, don't forget about Muhammad Gay as well. The two of those guys are very impactful players. Like we touched on earlier, didn't didn't get their best shot against the Bruins the first time. You know they're going to be licking their chops to get another opportunity at UCLA. So I think priority priorities one and two for UCLA if they do play the Cougars. It's box those guys out, win the rebounding battle inside, but also keep tabs on Roberts and Flowers on the perimeter. Don't let them get hot from three-point. Rebounding, defend the three-point line, and Bruins should be okay. And Washington State hit a lot of threes over the weekend in their win against Oregon, 16 on the season. The Bruins, if it comes down to it, have to lock down when it comes to perimeter defense if they want to advance, assuming it's Washington State in the quarterfinals against them. For the great Gabe Genovese, David Dukakis, Stephen Hartzell, and the rest of the Learfield staff, along with UCLA Communications, don't forget Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific, the Bruins in the quarterfinals of the Pac-12 tournament. For Nick Cope, I'm Brian Fenley. Go Bruins! This has been the Bruin Insider Show on the UCLA Sports Network from Learfield. Your weekly look inside UCLA Athletics. Join us next week for another hour of the best Bruins talk anywhere.
Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.